listening to Journey to Truth Podcast. Podcast. My name is Tyler Koala, and Aaron, I'll let you introduce yourself. And I'm Aaron Kuhn. Uh, this is actually our first podcast together in person. We started this uh, both being out of town, separate from each other. So this is the first time we're doing this together. Uh, tonight we have on Kara Mooney. Uh, she's been an energy healer, uh, for lack of a better word, for about 18 years now. Is that correct, Kara? Correct. Yes. Uh, do you want to wow. go into uh, a little bit of what that involved? Sure. So I started um, my healing career as a massage therapist back in 2001. And from there, I realized that I was picking up on subtle energies. Um, loved ones would come through and angels would come through. And I sort of thought like, okay, I want to tap further into this. Um, so from doing massage, I got into Reiki she became a Reiki master and just sort of started adding to my basket. Um, you know, I got into theta healing, medical intuition. I studied with Doreen Virtue for a while um, as far as like l learning the basics of mediumship because I was already a natural channel. Um, I'm not so much doing that anymore. I think a lot of channeling has been infiltrated, but I am still doing subconscious reprogramming, which is the basis of theta healing, helping people shift their beliefs. Um, anything that's not working for you or that's sabotaging you in your life, I basically help you to shift that, to get into your own subconscious mind to understand where it's coming from. And so that's pretty much my biggest passion right now. Um, when I was young, I just was sort of born this way. I, I like to say that I was already born woke. Um, I was an indigo and very much uh, thought this world was a crazy place from childhood. And didn't really feel like I was a part of it and would always kind of look up to the stars and ask my dad about aliens and God. And he's like, who are you? <laughs> so I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have a lot of answers growing up. I sort of had to um, forge my own path. And I feel like I've had a lot of guidance spiritually in that way because my, my, I love my parents. They just, but they weren't like my spiritual guides. I really had to sort of forge my own way. And, um, you know, for a long time, I remember being young and feeling like, oh my God, I don't, I don't like, like understand this planet. I don't want to be on this planet. And it's so weird, you know, looking back now because I was, must, I must've been like really young. I think I was in like maybe third grade and just feeling like so shy and literally scared of the world. Like I could, I could pick up on everything on energies and like, I was terrified. I was terrified of, of the world. And um, I just, I didn't have any friends. I was very much quiet and kind of like a, very much a loner in the third grade. And I remember going home and crying and crying on the couch to my mom. And she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I have no friends. And like, I just remember feeling like, what am I doing here? And then at some point, 
And this is where I, I feel like, I don't know if you guys have heard that term of a walk-in, but I feel like I had an aspect of myself come in and like bring about like um, a more divine spark of myself to, to like continue this journey. Because the next thing I remember, I had a ton of friends and you know, my life really changed a lot. So I became really interested in healing work just based on my own experiences as a child and feeling so completely lost in this world. Um, and so, you know, it's just, I've been doing it now for, yeah, over 18 years, helping people just, I work virtually as well as in person. So, you know, around the world and I love it. I, I absolutely, I love, love, love being a part of that healing journey for people. So. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's an awesome time to be alive doing all this. <laughs> right. We mentioned walk-ins with, uh, when we had uh, Matthew Morgan on, he, he had said this, something similar. He believes that his awakening was a walk-in. Uh, mm -hmm. or, uh, he called it a soul braid. He thinks, um, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It wasn't a walk-in like you, like a typical walk-in where you hear of, um, you know, a lot of times when someone will have a near death experience and then another soul will come in. Right. Um, and then it's a completely different soul and the other one leaves, uh, but he says he thinks another soul came in with his current soul and kind of like formed a soul braid. Um, and that's what started hmm. his awakening. He said, that totally resonates actually. Yeah, that's really cool. yeah. That actually, that makes a lot more sense. I can see that in my mind and I can actually make sense out of that. Yeah. That's probably, I, I can say that I feel that that's what happened to me for sure. But there's still the old aspects of you there, you know, it, it makes sense braiding them together. Um, yeah. But you said your walk-in uh, brought you more friends. I think my walk-in <laughs> kind of pushed my friends away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens too. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily. It just, you start attracting different people and, you know, just kind of. Yeah, for sure. Distance from other people, which we can yeah, go into same, later. I know you've here. gone through that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that, do you okay so you've heard of Dolores Cannon oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I she is one of my favorites and I just love her so much and you know I listened to her speak several times and oh yes yes <laughs> oh my goodness yes I don't have that yes book. I have um I have the three ways of volunteers in the new earth which is really really good you haven't okay you didn't, you didn't I Yes, I need to read it, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. I watched like a two hour video with her speaking about the volunteers of the new earth. Yeah. And it spoke so clearly to me. And it was literally like somebody finally understood me and understood my soul group, how we come here. I mean, literally with a, an indigo protection around us and we just kind of want to get in, get out. And we want to do our job. And you know, we don't, we don't necessarily get married or have children. Um, we're just kind of here like for a purpose, like my whole life, <laughs> I've been very much like get it done, get it done. You know, I'm, I'm very like purpose driven. And I had this really funny experience where I had this memory in a meditation of my birth. And <laughs> during that time, I put myself back into the consciousness of when I was in my mother's womb. And the dominant emotion was get me out of here. I got a job to do. I got a job to do. Get me out of here. Like, let's go, let's go. And so I called my mother and I, and I saw myself just being born so fast. Like 
not, you know, just wanting to get out of the womb as fast as I could, right? And, and I have no idea, I have no details about my birth, you know, at this point. Yeah. So I called my mother and I said, you know, I did this really interesting theta healing meditation where we did baby in the womb. And um, what was my birth like? And she goes, oh, oh, you were easy. You just flew right out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, let me tell you why. Um, so that's kind of been like something I've always felt is like, I just, I want, like, I have this mission. I always felt when I was young that I was going to see something really big happen in my lifetime. And at that moment, it was just a feeling. And it was, I would kind of get visualizations of it, but it was more of just this knowing and this feeling, but yet I had no idea what it was. But when I was younger, I remember thinking like, I just can't wait till that day. I can't wait till that day. It's going to be this amazing, beautiful thing that happens on this like galactic cosmic level. But of course, as a child, I didn't know how to like articulate that. So fast forward to where we are now, it totally makes sense. And so um, I actually wrote a workbook for students. I used to, I don't do it now, but I used to teach a class on how to heal the body and, and also how to get ready and prepare for ascension. And this was back in 2010. So this is something that I've been, you know, really engaged in for a very long time. Way ahead of the game. <laughs> well, I'm 45. I mean, you know. Are you really? <laughs> I you am. Look, you look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nothing. Meditation. <laughs> Organic. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Lots of laughter. Well, Authenticity. Yeah. We're 32. We're both the same age. Nice. Nice. So yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you two can relate. You know, I think everyone's, um, I feel like our generation, like our, the indigo generation where you guys are more of like the crystal generation, I feel like if we're going to kind of look in those terms of like when the souls come to the earth, um, I feel like we're sort of the generation that like took the machete and kind of just like tore stuff down to like create a path for like you guys to come in and kind of like really take hold of it if that makes sense and really um be like yeah boots on the ground you know so we're all doing this together well that we and we're doing this so our children can they won't have the work to do they can just be the light and they can they can be the change you know yes those are the rainbow children yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see the kids being born now and like yes they're just incredible yeah 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 they're born with talents and just off the chart knowledge and abilities. And yeah. Oh yeah. And well, it, it, it blows me away. My stepdaughter reminds me of me, except more advanced spiritually at her age than I was because she has the guidance where I did not. Mm -hmm. And I see her brilliance and I see she already understands things like that anything is possible. She understands other dimensions. She, you know, she just like, she, she has this understanding where I can sit down and talk to her like an adult yes. and she's not even nine, <laughs> you know, yes. it's so fun. I'm like, Oh, you know, and there's a part of me that almost wonders if there's an aspect of me in her, because it's this weird thing where I feel like she's definitely soul family. Yes. Um, but I see myself in her so much and it's so fun to raise her now and give her what I didn't get spiritually you know spiritually wise like my parents were amazing I, I actually was one of the lucky ones i had a great childhood i did but spiritually like you know she has this guidance now and i get to see her sort of like transform into this amazing being so it's really cool well, that's amazing many of us didn't really get spiritual guidance growing up you know take the religion word out I, of it but yeah you know, i had the religion 
Yeah, that's what the awakening is. Is like there would be no awakening if we all grew up like that. Because right. we, you know, so mm-hmm. that's what the that's what's happening is we're all discovering the spiritual side of things, just going on spiritual journeys, starting podcasts, making videos. Uh, it's just a time. It's the it's a time like we've never seen before. I agree. The age of information, we can have it's all at our fingertips. It's all being corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Woohoo. Yes, for corruption in a good way. Yeah, dismantling, well, dismantling the system that doesn't work anymore, right? Exactly. And every <laughs> all the corruption is being exposed. Everything that's been hidden has, is now coming to light and being exposed. And uh right. and and now we're kind of on the forefront of that of uh of like the disclosure movement and of the like healing of the planet yes um yeah and and we're we're basically the ones yeah we're healing the planet and we're healing we're helping to uh to uh transmute the energies and 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 all that so and heal others and yeah heal others. Yeah, yeah well and we're committed you know and that's the thing in, in my generation that i didn't see as much as i see now in your generation like i see I'm so incredibly impressed with like your generation specifically because like you guys are like making it happen. Whereas we were sort of like on the fringes, right? We were like the fringe and now your generation is like taking action. And so now we're, we're, we're merging in this really beautiful way, which is amazing to see. Um, But, but just to kind of like touch on the religious thing a little bit, I totally understand where you're coming from because like I was raised in a Catholic family, like I'm Irish Catholic (laughs) with native american on my grandma's side way way down the line but you know for the most part like irish catholic and like my parents didn't even really understand why they were really taking us to church they just thought it was something they were supposed to do i remember sitting in church and being like nope 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 this doesn't resonate this doesn't (laughs) resonate no 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 i talked to god myself this is a construct and i knew this at a young age and so i think i was like maybe around 12 or 13 when I finally decided I'm never going to church again, I'm not going to go again. I don't believe in it. Um, I don't believe what like Catholicism is all about. And the interesting thing is, is like, I actually had a really good relationship with our local priest. He was actually from Ireland and he was a total sweetheart, total gentle, most wonderful, sweetest man, really, truly. I know Catholic church gets a bad rap. So, you know, Father Tom, he was on point, <laughs> but you know, I really felt like um, this does not resonate with me. And so I am not going to be a part of this anymore. And I put my foot down on my parents one day, they, you know, tried to get me to go to church on a Sunday morning. And I said, I will never go to church again. And they're like, you have to get up to go to church. I'm like, you are going to have to pull me by my hair out of bed to get me to go to church. It's not going to happen. And I remember just putting my foot down and, and I remember my dad being like, well, okay. We're not going to church anymore then. <laughs> and that was it. It was done. That would not have you know? happened with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're dragging you. <laughs> there's that well, there's that feistiness I was talking about. Yeah. I know it. Let me tell you something. You gotta have, you know, I I I I uh I had a a really hard time for a long time being a healer and expressing also that feistiness or or repressing that kind of like what I perceive to be my shadow or my ego, but really it's not. As an indigo, that's who we are. We have to be the warriors. We have to like, you know, be as authentic as possible. And, you know, the whole thing that drives me crazy is this whole spiritual bypassing, which is like, again, I think that's, that's a total infiltration in the new age community. I think it's, I think it's set up this way so that you don't, you don't question things 
So everything's all good. There's no right or wrong. You know, um, don't perceive things as bad. Don't focus on the negative or you're going to bring more into it. You know, I think you're, that's such bullshit yeah, you're to be honest. If you see, if you see anything negative. Oh, it's, 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 yeah. it is meant, <laughs> like, it is meant to disillusion and confuse you. And so what I realized was it's all about like true spirituality is authenticity. However that shows up, as long as you have a good heart, as long as your heart's in the right place, as long as you are like transparent and honest with people and you call yourself out on your own, you know, BS when you've done something wrong and it's okay to get angry too, yeah. but then let it go, feel it and let it go. You know what I mean? So I think authenticity is really where we're at right now in this stage of like disclosure and you know, what we're going through and you know, I guess we're done kind of putting this sort of like, Oh, love and light. And we have to like be perfect. It's like, it's all a bunch of crap, you know, be authentic and be yourself. And I think people respect that. They respect Absolutely. it. And it pushes some people away. You know, people don't like the truth. People were right. You know, oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. I know we've all experienced that <laughs> probably more recently than not. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if, if you, if you're comfortable with it, I, yeah, let's go I into it. Go into that because I've okay. gone through it. And when you post, you posted that on Facebook, it was like right after I had gone through, I knew exactly what you were going through. Uh, yeah. And I love how you just came forward and just put out a video and just, <laughs> just told it like it was, but it's awesome. That's the authenticity. And I think, I think it gained you a lot more respect than it did push people away, although it will push people away, but whatever, be authentic and, you know, act in love. So let's hear about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, funny story. Um, so I have been, I guess, sort of quietly researching for myself for about a year and a half now um, regarding what's going on behind the scenes with Trump and really how he's being lied about, you know, through media and how he's so hated. And so you kind of like, I don't think I didn't mention this in the video, but, um, you know, I woke up one morning actually about a year and a half ago and I just had this overwhelming, like, ugh, and it might, it's probably going to make me teary, but, um, like this overwhelming compassion for Trump and feeling really sad, like, like feeling really, really sad for him that he was so attacked all the time. And I had to really think about, you know, and I was never really on board with attacking him. You know, I was never on board with it. Like my mother and God bless her. I love her to death, but she's just like, Oh, Trump is this and he's that and he's blah. And it's just like, and she gets so animated and so over the top. And I'm like, that energy that you're expending over hatred for somebody this isn't right. I don't care if, you know, he's your president. I don't care that you don't know him personally. It's like, it's sort of like that whole, you know, be, behind the scenes in the computer board where you can just bully people. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like, and I thought about it this way. I'm like, I really, really feel bad for our president. I feel bad for who's attacking him right now and how bad he's being attacked and how hated he is. And like, this doesn't feel right to me. This is kind of like, it would be like in high school, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, well, like, you know, the popular girls don't like one other person. So they're just going to like lie about her and, and make these stories up and gang up on her and all of this, which I never buy, bought into. I was always friends with everybody. You know, I never bought into that, but I would see that happen. And I was the girl that would go up to the girl that was being bullied and make friends with her because I just think it's wrong. And I know what it feels like to be ostracized. And I'm very sensitive to that. So 
it doesn't exclude it. It doesn't make it okay because you don't know him and he's our president that you can just bully him and be angry and, and, and you know, be this like, just throw this kind of vitriol. So I woke up feeling really sad and then critical thinking told me, okay, something is going on here. This is not right. This is not normal. If he's being this attacked, he must be doing something right. There's something going on. There's a reason why he's being so attacked. So Tyler, that is when um, I really started listening. I'd always listened to like David Wilcock and Corey Good, but I really tuned in for whatever reason. I was guided to tune in more when Emery Smith started coming on to um, Gaia TV. Yeah. And the more they talked about it, I was like, oh, this is what's going on. So Trump is actually like dismantling the entire cabal the evil system that I've known about since I was a kid and the reason why I fucking hated this world. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Suddenly all the attacks make sense. Suddenly all the attacks make sense, but it's one of those things where like, I really like, and this is, this is what drives me crazy. You know, before Trump became president, I already knew about all of this. I knew how, you know, corrupt the world was. I knew how controlled we were. I knew that taxes were theft. I, I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I already knew this. So to me, this wasn't new for me. This was a validation of what I felt towards Trump. So then I, um, you know, I just started getting into the Q thing and I was like, what's Q? What's going on with that? You know? And, mm-hmm. um, and that was right before I went to um, dimensions of disclosure, Tyler, where I met you in the summer. And when, you know, when, when David Wilcock and Corey Good, everybody started talking more about it, about the secret memorandum that Trump has as far as releasing free energy and, and how that's a possibility and how he's working with the Alliance and all of this. I was like, oh my God, everybody <laughs> needs to know about this. It's like, this is, with you, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and everything is just like, click, 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 click. Everything's lighting up, everything's activating. And I'm like, I get it. So then I just spent my time researching and researching and gathering more knowledge. And then it became so abundantly clear to me why it happened the way it did with Trump getting in office. We all thought it would be Hillary. I remember telling my mom, I was like, cause you know, at that time I hoped that Bernie would be president. Okay. And I just, that's a totally different story now. I was on board with Bernie at the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wasn't, I didn't know about Trump either. I actually hated him at first, to be quite honest. I yeah. Win. I hated him, but I hated Hillary more. Yeah. So I still wanted him to win once it came down to those two. Yes. I, no, you I know what? Yeah. No, I felt the same way. All about I her. felt the same way. I'm like, well, even if Trump is, if he's a rich asshole, you know, like, yeah. that's <laughs> well, a that's lot better thing. than what Hillary Clinton is. So. Right. But, but do you see the judgment? Do you see the judgments that we've been programmed with? See, as a theta healer, yeah. this is what I do for a living. I recognize programming, like, boom, right off the bat. So I was like, oh, my God, he's rich and he's white. We have to hate him, right? Yeah. That's the programming. That's the, yeah. that's the messed up cycle. But I agree with you. I was, at, I was right there with you where, you know, um, I pretty much, because I saw how, how the DNC basically manipulated, stole the election from Bernie, to give it to Hillary, I was like, well then shh, we deserve Trump. We deserve it. Let the chips yeah. fall where they may. That's what we get. Yeah, That's what yeah. they get, right? Little did I know, this was a bigger part, like bigger plan than I could ever imagine. Mm. That's what led me into Q, which led me into everything else, which is like, okay, this makes sense. 
Now, um, uh, gosh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> as far as, you know, feeling this way towards Trump, um, it just never, like, I thought the guy was an idiot, but just never totally resonated. Okay, so the reason why I did the video, to be honest with you, I had no idea it would get as much attention as it did. I didn't do it for that reason. I did it because my family is, is not understanding where I'm coming from. Um, one of my best friends is actually on several occasions threatened to basically end our friendship. Will not hear me, will not listen, will not look at any kind of truth. Mm -hmm. And this is a 20 year friendship. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like anyone that knows me, if you know me, like, you know, my heart, you know what I care about. You know what? I care about saving this planet for God's sakes. That is the whole reason I'm here is to like help with the ascension of healing the planet and, 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 you know, waking up the people like that is my sole job here, period, end of story. So if you don't know that about me at this point, and you're willing to give a friendship up because you think that I've gone dark because I'm now supporting Trump and your cognitive dissonance is that deep. It's kind of like totally like mind boggling to me. Like so many it's totally mind boggling. Lost their, their critical thinking and common sense like completely. <sighs> totally. Um, and that just, to me, it's just a testament to how powerful the programming like is and how well it works. Um, because the cabal, they're, they're masters at what they do, right? They've been doing it a long right. time. So they know exactly how to program people into a group think mindset. Right. Everyone to hate a person or whatever. Um, and that's what they've been doing to Trump. They've just been nonstop 24 seven pushing out this propaganda and programming people's minds to hate Trump and, and the people that are most receptive to that, which is mostly people on the left side of the political spectrum. Um, mm -hmm. you know, they know exactly what to say to, to get that those people are gonna, are really gonna eat it up and um, really like, be like, yeah, like Trump's evil, Trump's terrible. Anyway, yeah. Trump's terrible by, you know, association. Um, and once they get you on that mindset. And they get you all worked up in that too. They, they manipulate your emotions really, really well. Oh, for sure. It's total ma yeah. manipulation. Yeah. Off their critical thinking and their, and their logic completely. And they're just all in their emotions that are being right. manipulated. And they just don't, if they would just stop to think about like, like you're, 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 yeah, you're calling people evil for supporting a person. Well, maybe maybe you should have a discussion with those people and figure out where they're coming from rather than just yeah. them because they, Oh, they refuse. They, they refuse somebody like, you don't think maybe they, you don't think they're sincere and thinking like, you know, maybe this guy's not so bad. Maybe they came to that conclusion by something other than, Oh, I'm racist now all of a sudden, or I, like, I, I mean, how I'm ridiculous is that? If anyone does any sort of research, if anyone does any kind of research on Trump, you'll see how actually the black community is supporting him more than any other president. <laughs> it's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you, well, okay. So anyway, to go back to what I was saying, like to go back, the whole reason I did the video was I was almost like afraid to do it because mainly like my family and one of my best friends. And then something came over me and I was like, this is not me being authentic. Like if I'm going to be in my authentic truth and do what I'm meant to do on this 
planet. Like I have to face what's uncomfortable and I have to take it. Like I have to take the backlash and I have to learn how to just like let it go through me and let it just kind of like fall away and not get triggered by it. Right. So this is, this, this is like many layers of learning as far as this experience in this life goes. Right. So for me personally, like that's why it was so big for me to do this video. Not only was it facing my fears, but it was also knowing the backlash that I would get and then being okay with like having to deal with that. Right. But to be honest, I cannot tell you like Tyler, you're so right. Like I, I got so much praise and respect for that video. And like, like I, I thought it, I think it was, it was viewed like maybe 5,000 times and shared a thousand times. And now, now there's other people from other countries and and they're inboxing me like, Oh my God, this is my story too. This is my story too. And I was like, (sighs) I told my boyfriend, I was like, babe, look, because he, he kind of was catching, you know, I was like, I'm just going to do a video. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. And it was so random and it was me getting out of my fear. And afterwards he's like, I'm really proud of you. Proud of you. He's like, but you know, my mom might see that, you know, she's hardcore liberal. There's a couple of things you might want to change. Like I'm not changing anything. <laughs> and I, I actually blocked her. And then I was like, Nope, I'm not changing anything. Like this is my truth. This is, I'm sorry, actually scratch that. This is the truth. This is the truth. I'm not going to feel shamed for it. And I'm ready to take that backlash on. And it hasn't always been easy because there are a few people that still kind of throw things at me and get that knee jerk reaction. Like, okay, you know what? I'm going to research this and I'm going to reach out to my friends in like, you know, um, um, destroying the illusion community to get clarity on certain issues so that I'm actually educating myself in the process with more issues. But yeah, it was time. It was just time. I'm still scared to, uh, share political stuff, to be honest. Like, yeah, I, uh, I've experienced such backlash just from stupid little posts that I've put and it's, and it's from people that you thought were your close friends and, and, you know, people who you thought loved you and all of a sudden they they hate you and they tell you yeah. this right now, this is bullshit, quit blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it was really tough. And at the same yeah. time, yeah. they never want to have a like heart to heart conversation or like a, just like a, like, okay, let's just have a normal conversation and debate and figure out where, like, why do you believe this? You know what? Yeah. Why do you think, why do you support Trump? Like no one, no one that's super anti-Trump ever wants to do that. They want to just immediately hate you, sling insults. Yeah. And then, oh, you're just a racist. You're just this, you're that. And yeah. You, you can't do anything with that. Cause you're, you're just like, okay, if you're, you've already made up your mind about me. Like, yeah, for sure. I can do to convince you otherwise, I guess. So, well, and then it becomes, and then you, you know? no, you're right. Well, and then it becomes like, I realize that it's, it's almost like, how do I say this? It's almost like, like, like a, a trickery thing that like, 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 like Satan would do, for example, to confuse you. Um, it's almost like one of these things that then just sucks your energy. And I, I've become aware of this where certain threads kind of get out of control and I'm like, okay, now you're just sucking my energy. This is not a productive conversation. And I don't have, I finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what? You don't have to agree with me. Like you don't have to agree with me, but I'm also, I also, this is my page, my rules. So if you're being derogatory, I get to delete you. And that's another thing we, you know, we, we kind of, I think have worries about like, um, you know, what other people are going to say or whatever. But it's like, if you, if you, if you think about it, well, wait a minute, we don't, we don't, 
there's nobody here that's telling us how we have to be. And, and, and if they don't agree with us, like we can just disengage. It's okay to disengage. Yeah, and if they not, get derogatory, it's, yeah. it's okay to actually delete their derogatory comment off your page. It's okay to do that. Yeah. It's okay to do that. If it's getting to the point where it's getting really mean and nasty and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to play anymore. I'm not playing. I see, I see this sort of like the cycle you want to get me in and I see the game you're playing and I'm not going to play. And, and you, you surrender. I'm not going to play. I don't, well, you, you know, don't, you never owe anyone anything off the bat for one thing. Yeah. Um, but especially if, if somebody's starting out from a place of uh, insulting you or, or coming at you negatively. Yeah. Like, you're a sovereign being. You don't have to accept that. You don't have to keep letting that person suck your energy and, and bring you down with their energy. You know, you no, uh, I agree. absolutely have the right to, to put up the boundary there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. As, far as, as far as receiving those comments, when I, <coughs> I was just like posting stuff, I always knew I wanted to go bigger with what I was doing instead yeah. of just Facebook post. But I, I think all those negative comments came in. I started realizing, I was like, you know, this is a, also a test. Like if I'm going to go bigger, I need to learn how to deal with all this stuff on a larger Bingo. scale. Bingo. I need to learn how to deal with it on a larger scale. And if I can't handle it from at this level, I'm not going to be able to do it at this level. And I started looking at yeah. it differently, and now it's become it's I've just it's just flip flopped, and now I just know exactly like you said. You just kind of you can control it, maintain it, learn how to not let it trigger you. Yeah. And sometimes something might start to trigger you, but that's when you process it and move on. Right. And you reach out to people like all of us, you know. And that's the thing that I love too is like we're our, we're all here to support each other. So if we ever feel attacked, like I saw somebody in, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, I saw someone in Destroying the Illusion Group who actually was like, hey, you guys, I really need some help with this. Can you please help me with this? And it was like, he was really getting attacked and it had to do with you know what we're talking about. And I was like, I got you. And so I started throwing truths out. Like, okay, look at this article. Look at this article. Look at this. I wasn't being combative. I was being factual. Yeah. So I think it's really important too. Like, I mean- I have a friend now who's like, can you just, she's kind of starting to be curious. And, and she's like, can you email me everything good that Trump's done? And I was like, okay, give me a few days. I will gather that information. I feel like at this point, it's our duty to have this information on tap. Like we have to have it on tap. We have to have it stored in either our phone and our notes or our computer. So we can right away be like, okay, pow, 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 pow. And, and, and just be like a resource of information for people that are truly, you know, curious about why we did switch, um, you know, because that's a really good idea. Yeah. Really it's going to take some extra effort, but like, this is why we're here, you know, and, and Tyler, it's, it's, it's awesome that you said that because, you know, I was just like you before I put that video out, what has it been like not even two months or something? Yeah. I was so scared to post anything, but let me tell you when the floods gate, when they, when the floods, the floodgates opened, they literally like busted open to the point where I was just like, what? Cool. I'm good at being authentic. And you're like, yeah, I'm sharing. Woo, this feels so good. And then you're like in alignment with yourself and you're like, I'm doing like my purpose and like, and, and you can do it in a way that's classy. And, and you know what, guess what? Every, everyone's been persecuted for telling the truth. I mean, for God's sakes, look at, look at Jesus. Like, look at all the people that have, you know, said truth and been persecuted. Like, this is just a part of the path. It's like, we have to understand, it's, it's, like, it's kind of like the cosmic joke, right? It's like, we're here to, like, wake people up from, 
from the fact that they fell asleep to what they already knew. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's, it's a game. And a lot so of really we have you over it. Yeah, they don't know that for they sure. Don't know the yeah. stuff that you're trying to tell them. Or they don't, they don't know what they've, yeah. Or they, or they forgot that they already knew. Yeah. And, and, and I say this too, I, I, I don't even like calling myself a healer. I, I like calling myself a self-healing facilitator because I kind of see this like I'm just like kind of just like lighting the fire under your ass to like wake you up. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. Like you forgot I'm here to remind you. You know, I'm just here to remind you. And like, that's all we are. We're, we're activators, we're facilitators. And so we're here to really, we can't, um, we can't not be authentic because then we're, we're, we're sort of still like hiding. Do you know what I mean? We're still hiding who we are, where like, I feel like at this point, we have so many strength in numbers that it's, it's really safe to be able to share our truth and that we will band together and help each other disseminate certain lies when we need, you know, when we need to do that in certain situations. So. Well, like you said earlier, like uh, these, our generation is different, you know, we're doing the work, but back, I guess your generation, there was no place for this. There was no, no there wasn't. Now there is a place for it. A very obvious yes. place. And people are taking advantage of it. Some people, you know, some people, you know, you can look at, you can see social media as two things, just mind numbing. If, if you're not getting on social media and learning something and like benefiting from it every day and enhancing your life, yeah, then you're not using it right. You know, then no, I agree. It's just a tool. Yeah. Like anything else you can, it's the way you use it that makes it. Yeah. Bad. It's yeah. like money. It's, it's just a tool and right. you can use it to um, just, yeah, you know, post pictures and watch cat videos. <laughs> well, look, you know what, you know, here's the thing. The minute, oh, the minute, the minute I stopped posting, you know, fuzzy bunnies and unicorns and started to kind of get a little bit loud about like certain things. And I, you know, I, I would always, I, I'm, I do this thing where it's like, I, I go in waves. I'm inspired. I only share when I'm inspired. I only do videos when I'm inspired. I don't force it. If it's something that comes up and I'm like, ah, oh, I just, I, I have to get it out. Right. Um, I do. And then there's other times where I'm feeling a little bit more light and whatever, but I noticed that like, you know, um, <laughs> the amount of my likes always decrease when I get political yes. until I did that video and got more friends that were on the same page as me. And what's crazy is like, I see, I don't even call it political these days. It's not political. It's it's literally good versus evil. And that's the thing that we have to understand. This is good versus evil. This is not Democrat versus Republican. This is not the right versus the left. This is literally good versus evil. Like this is something that we have to understand is like you said, with the apocalypse, like the unveiling, like we are in the apocalypse. We, like anything that has been hidden that is dark is literally being pushed to the light. Yep. It can't not be because of where we're at also cosmically you know, as a planet with the Schumann resonance that's been going off the hook with, you know, the poles shifting with, yeah. I mean, there's so much we could go into about that, but, an, um, we're at the end of an ascension cycle right now. Exactly. Like with the intense energies coming in, like it's all ramping up to that. <coughs> so, so all the, all the darkness and low vibrational energy is being purged right now. Right. Really. It's kind of like we're in like the great purge right now. <laughs> and, uh, no, we are, we are, really, we are for sure. It's gonna get. It's been getting chaotic, but it's 
that's just the nature of, of purging out all the all the darkness. It's just right. chaotic and crazy. But something I something I just thought of too is you said you know uh, your friend wanted you to message him all the good things that Trump has done. Well, they should also have a file of all the evil shit that everybody else is doing. You know because it's <sighs> yeah good stuff. It's it's about like you're not looking at what these people are doing. Like the people mm-hmm. that you follow. Exactly. You need to see what they're doing behind the scenes because if you take what they're doing behind the scenes opposed to Trump, there's there's a totally different story. Well, oh, it's so different. I agree. It's it's one hundred percent different. And it like, and here's what like um, the thing is: once you find out how the system works and the the people running things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then you find out they're the ones in control of the mainstream media. They're the ones in control of oh yeah all the systems, and they're the and they're the ones Operation Mockingbird, Operation Paperclip. I mean, we could go yeah. on and on. Yeah, for and then sure. When Trump, he is he's not in their little club. He's not in the system. No, exactly. They can't control him, and he's not only that, but he's actively fighting against them. So that's why. They're he's so hated attacking him because they own the media yeah they're constantly trying to get us against him because that's the only way that they can keep their control because once enough of us aren't under their mind control anymore we're gonna we're not they can't control us anymore and that's that's when the whole system just falls even if, yeah even if it means boldly lying through your teeth to the public about something. yeah which is what they lie they <sighs> that's what they do it's pretty amazing actually it's constantly and they have actually admitted to it they've outright we will do whatever we can we will lie we will cheat we will still get yeah, him out right. of office and guess what that is exactly what's going on right now and anyone that is smart enough to look through the bullshit and see that like this is what's going on i mean Look, I get that there's, okay, I, I, I'm compassionate. I am, right? I get that there are people that don't have the means maybe or, you know, the time to do the research. Like, like speaking of my friend who I'm not going to name, but speaking of her, you know, where it's like she, you know, she's raising a kid and she's, she has to work, you know, 50 hours a week and she's, you know, always busy and stressed and whatever. And she doesn't have time. She doesn't have time, but she also doesn't care to learn. And I feel like if she were to know the truth, and and this is just a reflection, sort of like a mirror of the whole cognitive dissonance thing with this, you know, world right now, I feel like if that, if that they were to know the truth, if she were to know the truth, it would disrupt her apple cart of her little life so much that it she couldn't handle it like emotionally mentally she couldn't handle it because she doesn't want to know the things we know she doesn't have the capacity to handle it so therefore she just like pushes it out and i'm crazy and i'm a conspiracy theorist and i'm this and i'm that which by the way i i, I want to touch on that too this whole conspiracy theory i mean i'm sure like all of us know this but that that was like a coined term yeah. Back by the CIA, CIA when yeah. anyone that, you know, researched the Kennedy, you know, the Kennedy assassination, it's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's, it's, it's a derogatory term, mm-hmm. you know, coined to use against a free thinker. 
So if you are called a conspiracy theorist, I implore you to actually look deeper and, and take it as a compliment. It's like, yeah, I'm actually a critical thinker. I actually have a high IQ. I have a high EQ. I'm intelligent. I research. I do my work. I, I'm open to information. I disseminate that information. I study things and I come to a conclusion, a hypothesis based on my own research. Exactly. Boom. There you go. So I, I almost want to like find a new term for conspiracy theory because it just pisses me off. I think it's just, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's free thinker. That's free, thinker. Yeah, free thinker. Yeah. It's uh, replace conspiracy theorist with researcher and critical thinker. Yeah, they critical thinker. Exactly. You know what's funny? I always, I always think that like a lot of mainstream doesn't even know what crit critical thinking even means. Well, what does that you mean? Like I can't do math. Like this yeah. is what I worry about. I worry that they're so programmed that they don't even understand that. So I almost want to kind of like make up some sort of phrase to kind of just like anytime some of the conspiracy theory, it's like pop, it's something so powerful. Just a do sentence, it. just- That's your next mission. That's my next mission. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's funny, all right. I had, had an AT&T guy come in my house and all he did was look around. He said, uh, looks like uh, somebody is a conspiracy theorist. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess if that's what you want to call it, just because I have yeah alien, alien and big right 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 Whatever. but don't you also think it's a dumb down word it's a dumb down word it's almost like i don't want to do any kind of research on my own so anything that is outside of my box of the programming that i've been taught yeah. is just crazy so i'll just be like oh conspiracy theorists it's almost like it just shluffs you off it's, it's like you're you're like less than oh it's total mind control there's, there's no other yeah i mean it's that's literally what it is it's mind control and people you know, yeah, it just, it works really well because it's, it appeals to people's, um, you know, no one wants to be a weirdo. No one wants to be considered an outcast or, or mm -hmm. uh, crazy or whatever. So they really attach all those negative things to that term. Right. And, and like, like that's going to like stop it or like shut you up. Right. Yeah, and then they attach that <laughs> term to anyone who is finding out the truth that's outside of their narrative. Yeah. Um, and then uh you know this is and this this goes along with what uh we had justin deschamps on last week i saw that yeah yeah i love him he's like he's he's like i see him as like he's he's brilliant. very intellectual and yeah. very brilliant he's, and also yeah. spiritual which is like he's got like the, the, that like left brain right brain like perf perfect like like you know combination okay. <laughs> yeah yeah Hi, Justin. If you're listening to this, what's up? Oh, yeah. Hi, yeah. Justin. I met him briefly uh, last summer, but I don't know him personally. Um, but yeah, he was talking <laughs> about uh, he, they, they use a disgust mechanism. So what uh, a tactic that they do is they or they or they trigger your disgust mechanism with, uh, with mm. like conspiracy theorists. So they attach right. all these negative things that like will trigger people they're like oh i want to stay away from that you know like i don't want to be associated with that or whatever yeah um, that's not popular the popular kids aren't doing that yeah yeah Any, anything, not wearing the kardashian jeans exactly. <laughs> anything that's gonna like forget trigger, about it trigger people yeah to be like ooh. yeah yeah you're like, not in the cool kids club from. anymore you're not in the cool kids club if you you know yeah yeah so you. so they do that with so many things and can the term conspiracy theorists they've really really uh, use that programming of like mm -hmm. triggering people's disgust mechanism or their like aversion to like, oh, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist or, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I don't want to be an outcast. So I'm not going to go there. So I'm just going to fall in line yeah, with yeah. the normies. Yeah, and then anyone, uh, and then yeah. anyone who is a conspiracy theorist, they're you're, they're also programmed to either hate them or to just shun them and, and be like, oh, you're crazy, you're weird. Yeah, and you're crazy, so I'm letting it go. Yeah, so exactly. Anything you say, I'm not going to even consider that it could be, there could be anything backing it up. Another yeah. Thing, it, takes, it takes zero effort to not be a conspiracy theorist. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's lazy. You're just straight yeah. up lazy, bro. Just admit it. You're lazy. You're sheep, your herd mentality. You're yeah. following what's easy. You're not willing to like think critically or look outside the box. Like, okay, what's yeah. What's the alternative? You just believe everything you're yeah. told. That's the yeah. Like, yeah, like what? You go to work, you pay your bills, you have no fulfillment in life. You don't question authority. You just kind of like, you just like, you're just, you know, I mean, you, you, what you, you die of a heart attack. I don't know. I, what do you do? How is that living? It's not. Like, how is that living? And, and that's something that ever since I was young, I knew that I was like, this world is weird. It was weird to me from day one. I'm like, this isn't normal. School isn't normal. Kids aren't acting normal. I don't understand this. Why am I here? What am I doing? Take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had kids. I did. We all did. Um, yeah. But then the programming kicks in and then you just kind of, that becomes normal. You comply. And yeah, yeah. You comply. You you're, 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 yeah. About all that. Yeah. There's nothing mm -hmm. else. Yeah. But then it's kind yeah. of like still like deep down, it's still there and you can still, it's kind of like this ever present, like things aren't right kind of feeling. Yeah, um, for sure. But, but then you have all the programming that you just kind of like ignore it, you know, you just feel like, oh yeah, but this is, this is reality. You know, this is how things are. Yeah. I need to fit in with this. Well, and, and I think too that like, break. oh, go ahead, go I ahead. Said, then you finally get to have that beautiful moment and break free and, and now here we are, you know. Well. I love what you guys are doing. And I was going to say, I feel like you guys are going to be, I, I, I love what with, with, um, Ben and Robert are doing with Edge of Wonder. Yeah. And I love, I feel like you guys are like right there following their footsteps. I feel like there's so many of us, like Lauren Alexis Pritchard. Yeah. I know that she's been doing a lot online. I know Laura Eisenhower, who is one of my, one of my very best friends, Laura Eisenhower. You guys should um, interview yeah. her next. I know, I know she would be happy to interview with you guys. Like She's amazing. Um, I just feel like we're all really, it's like, it's like we're, we're this like pod of, of, and I know we come from, if not the same planet, we're different spokesperson from, you know, the, the whole galactic planets that like serve this experience on this earth and we're here as the ground crew. So I know that the ground crew, you know, is coming together and pretty much will always find each other. And so now the fact that we're getting louder, we have to get louder because like it's strength in numbers at this point, you know? Um, okay, so I wasn't gonna talk about this and it's extremely sensitive that I'm even saying this, but um, I'm gonna say it because this is me being authentic. I had, I'm not gonna mention his name, but I had a good friend of mine actually um, who used to be in the military contact me today, like, hey, I need to talk to you. I, I'm, I'm, this is really serious. I need you to look at a thread. I'm going to email you the thread and I need you to call me as soon as possible. And I was like, okay, you know, interesting. <sighs> this is no joke. Turns out he was on a thread on Facebook talking about va vaccines and he's very much anti-vaccine. And he talked about like what it does, how it kills, you know, people and, and, and the whole thing with like the fetal tissue, it, 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 he went into it, but he's very, very well informed. He basically threw down facts he threw down links, he threw down everything, and he spout out knowledge that was obviously very true. 
he has the feds on his back now. Um, and like literally on his back, they, he, she, he showed me, he's like, this is the feds, this is what they're doing. This is their car. We interface today. This is what's going on. They're tapping my phones. They're, they're following me around like this is happening. I'm going, this is off of a Facebook thread having to do with vaccines. So let's talk about censorship. The whole thing with censorship that's happening right now, not with just Facebook, but with YouTube, anything with vaccines, guess what? We figured out it's, 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 it's a slow kill program. You think we don't know that? Everybody knows that. What are you going to do? Follow us all? Are you going to kill us all? Like, come on, at this point, it's ridiculous. And the fact that he's now getting followed around and had, you know, I haven't talked to him because I had your interview and I was like, oh my God, uh, I'll call you after. <laughs> I may or may not mention this, but I couldn't believe it. So he is getting a hold of Aaron from Natural News, who's going to run a report on this entire thing, nice. who we know personally. Nice. And just kind of, so I'm, I, again, I'm exposing this. So, you know, this is something that happened to a close friend of mine. Wow. Actually being followed by an agent, a federal agent, and had words with him over a Facebook post about vaccines. Yeah, so if, so if the stuff he's saying isn't true, would that why happen? would they care? Yeah. That's what that I'm saying. The happen. whole thing. Exactly. No, and the whole it thing with like, happen. I don't want to get into it too much, but with, like with the whole New Zealand shooting and everything else, oh, it's QAnon, oh, it's this, and it's, it's all these symbolism. It's all, it's all, you know, deep state symbolism. Come on, you think we're that stupid. The thing is, they know that we're not that stupid. They're banking on the mainstream that hasn't woken up yet mm -hmm. to actually be even more averted to any kind of truth that we say when the truth does come out because it's just another form of programming so that when it does come out, because it will and it is and it's happening and they're literally grasping at straws right now to hold they're, on to the last part of their, they're, like, they're, trying, they're totally desperate. It's ridiculous. They're everything. They can but they're gonna do everything they can to make us look like the assholes before they go down. So they're not gonna go down without a fight. We know that. Oh yeah. 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 They're going down kicking and screaming for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's not just yeah. uh, it's not just Facebook and YouTube. It's Amazon removing all anti-vax videos. Also, mm -hmm. I know it. They cool. say it's like the modern day burning of the Library of Alexandria. Burning books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. I mean, what about that movie I posted called Root Root Cause? Yeah. Root Cause. It was a documentary that was on Netflix. Netflix pulled it. Remember I told you about that, Tyler? And you're like, I'm afraid to see it. I was like, no, there actually is a solution. That's the thing. There's a solution. If you had these issues, get, um, you know, a cavitation 3D x-ray done by a biological dentist. And they can tell if you still have bacteria that's triggering anything else going on in your body. You can, you can definitely do that. I guarantee. I don't know if it's cheap, but I guarantee. I, I think all of us do. They say 85% of people, and maybe even higher, is like 95% of people have that. Okay. When I watched this video, mind you, it was pulled from Netflix. It was pulled from YouTube. I had to find a pirated Israeli version with subtitles that was blurry to watch the thing. And I was like, all right, that's fine. I, I got the gist, but I was like, I, it was one of those things. You know when you watch a movie and you're just like, like you can barely hear yourself breathe because you don't want to miss anything. Yeah. It was like that. I was like, oh my God, we found the missing link to every disease in the world, everything. And I had a best friend of mine just die recently of breast cancer who had dental work done. And I guarantee you there was a correlation because she ate healthy. She was like spiritual. I don't know if you know who Annalisa Balfour Couchman is, but she, she was like, what, she was, if I could like name all of my friends, she was the most spiritual, meditated all the time, 
had her own like TV show on health and nutrition. Like she was like a speaker at like a non-denominational church. Like she's like best friends with Michael Beckwith at the Agape Center. I mean, this woman was like incredible. And she's like, yeah, can you believe it? I have breast cancer. Me, isn't that crazy? You know, she did everything right. She did everything right. She went to um, Mexico. She got all of the proper, you know, um, holistic treatments. She did all of the proper, you know, nutritional therapy, everything, everything. I guarantee you the one thing she said that was the missing link was the dental work she had done. And she had root canals and she had like amalgam fillings and she had all these things. And she was like, yeah, 95% of everyone that has ever, or women that have had um, a root canal always traces back to breast cancer. Really? Every woman that has breast cancer has had a root canal. Wow. That's so these sort of things, that. they're hiding from us. They're hiding from us. Yeah. I, uh, even, even anything dental, like I started uh, oil pooling, coconut oil. Um, yeah. I, it, which is funny, like no sooner than I started, Harvard came out with a study saying that it is poison. Yeah. To put coconut oh, good Lord. I remember that. That was yeah. so, ridiculous. so ridiculous. Come on again, critical thinking. Like, are we serious? Like, come what on. What I noticed is I had, I had bleeding gums and when I started, mm. it's, it, they stopped. I mean, yeah. everything I was trying, all the dental stuff, they would give me different mouthwashes and this and that and try yeah. the toothbrush, try that. And, and I just, after oil pulling like one or two times, it's my gum stopped bleeding and like they well because you know coconut oil is extraordinarily powerful um it is actually a tattoo artist friend of mine she only tells her clients to put co coconut oil on her tat on their tattoos because it, first of all it's a natural yeah it's a natural antibiotic um and it's also a healer it's got healing properties Mm -hmm. And um, it's something that like is when the body absorbs, it's actually good for the body. So there's all these good things about it. So when you, I did look into that as well, um, as far as like oil pulling, that's the best thing that you can do because not only are you like, okay, so let's like, let's take like Listerine or something, right? But you're pulling, yeah, you're not just like killing what's on spot. You're actually pulling toxins out and healing from within and it's something the body is used to or that's good for the body so it makes sense that it's like it's the best antibiotic that in manuka honey <laughs> it's the best yeah. antibiotic you can use that's like natural what's the, that what, well. what's the second one you said what type of honey um so it's called manuka honey manuka honey so if you if okay so manuka honey for the most part there's different varying levels of it's an australian bee that pollinates a certain plant that makes a certain honey that's very like anti antimicrobial antibacterial antiviral so manuka honey is this very very thick raw organic honey and um trader joe's i know sells it i think it's only seven or eight yeah, bucks no. at trader joe's but it can go up to thirty dollars yeah, for a little bottle yeah but you take a teaspoon when you're getting a sore throat or you're feeling sick, you take a teaspoon of Manuka honey with some organic cinnamon and just like eat that. And like it literally coats and just like kills the bacteria and replenishes and like kind of like restores like balance to the body. Awesome. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Definitely, I'm like on a kick right now trying anything, you know. <laughs> anything. Yeah. It costs money, but what the hell? You're, you're doing it to heal your body. Yeah, so you're saving, you're saving yourself prolonging your existence essentially you know i agree i agree
that's yeah that's really cool <laughs> anyway so you were gonna say something yeah something i thought of earlier uh when you said he woke up one day and just had this like emotional uh connection with trump and how you felt like you just felt bad for him or whatever yeah and you just knew you had to do something so i had something similar and i don't remember if i talked about this on the earlier podcast i hate repeating stories but um I, whenever I didn't like him at the very beginning, before I understood all this, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I was with the, the, the rest of the people and I, I hated them. And I kept mm -hmm. having dreams, extremely vivid dreams, were like tangible dreams, like it was almost real, where him mm -hmm. and I he, were like best friends and hanging out. Mm -hmm. like, we loved each other and, and like we were having the best time and like, he would walk around introducing me to people. Oh, this is my friend Tyler. It was so weird. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. And I would wake up and I'm like, why am I having dreams about this guy? I hate him. Like, <laughs> Your higher self was like, come on, man. Come well, to the no, side of that. It's all good. It's safe. Yeah. I promise. I think it was yeah. something subliminal. Like there was something like a, another aspect of me. My, yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. He's trying to tell me something like. Uh, this guy is your friend. <clears throat> He's on your side. You know, he wants what's best for the planet. Or he, yeah. or he not my friend, but our friend. Like he is, he's good. Uh, I didn't mean, we, I wasn't trying to bring that subject back up. I just wanted to. I no, I'd never heard of that. I'm glad you, no, I'm glad you did bring it up, actually. I'm glad you brought it up because um, I feel like if I were to tune into that, I think it's exactly what you said. I feel like it was, there was a part of you that was brainwashed and didn't know you were brainwashed, which you're not normally brainwashed. So that was a new kind of like, you know, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and you didn't really know why you hated him. And so then you're a higher aspect of yourself came down and was like, actually, this is how the guy is. And let me just preface this also by saying, um, you know, there's a lot of people are like, well, he's, he said so much stupid shit. You know, he's like, he said this stuff about women and about this and about SNL should be sued for doing this parody of him and this. And I'm just like, you know what? If, if you were recorded every day of your life, yeah. I yeah. guarantee you certain sound bites of what you said would sound really douchey. And I know personally for me, like, I'm like, I told my, yeah. oh yeah, I told my friends, I was like, you know me, you know, I don't have a filter. You know, I say things and sometimes I'm, you know, really brash and harsh and like, you can definitely take what I say and twist it and soundbite it and make it sound horrible and I'm this person. So I know for a fact that he was set up from day one, you know? And so I know that like, I'm sorry, if you are a nun and you're perfect, you shouldn't talk anything about somebody saying something off the cuff. And I understand sometimes men say, you know, stupid things, okay? About women and they're, they, they say kind of like douchey comments when they're around other men, whatever. Sometimes they don't mean it. Sometimes it's just kind of like this like pack mentality kind of like, thing whatever that y'all do another but you can't <laughs> another sort of programming honestly like well it is a form of programming it is yeah. it is but you can't you can't like base someone's character on what they say off the cuff when they're with their buddies like they're talking like it's like frat talk or whatever and i'm you know it's like if you were to do that it's like you might as well be perfect or everyone else is to blame because guess what? Everyone has said things they don't, they don't mean and talking in conversation and been a little bit rude or whatever. It's a collective problem. It's not one person that's a bad person because they said this or did that, you know? And then you can look at like somebody, you know, like Obama who, oh, good Lord, don't even get me started on this guy. You know, somebody that is so fake and phony and 
literally destroyed this country and was a traitor to, to the ninth degree, like we all know, which will come out. I know it will because it, it has to. Um, and, and, and he was just smooth talking and like, oh yeah. And everyone was like, oh my God, he's so polite. He's so sweet. And then you're like, and he was full of shit. Yeah. Would you rather have kind of a loud mouth, maybe talking, you know, with his buddies, a little fratty, whatever, and saving the planet or the smooth talker that's basically bullshitting you? Basically. And actually, right? Yeah. I would rather have somebody that's authentic and loud and a little abrasive and, and says, says stupid shit. Now this, the stuff that he says, I actually laugh at because I see, I'm like, oh my God, he's like trolling, like trolling master, you know, 5D trolling master. <laughs> I actually find it humorous. I find it humorous because he's actually doing something. He is so over it. Can you guys imagine, okay, what we know? Can you imagine what he knows? Can you imagine the corruption of the level that he knows and how sick of the shit he is? And he's just like, of course he says things like, oh yeah, you're fake news. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, you're a loser, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, like, I can only imagine what I would say in his position. Yeah, he's, It'd be much worse, he's probably. He's constantly trolling the deep state. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so when, fucking great. It's when you great. you know who the deep state is and you know what they do, like, he, and then you look at what Trump says, it's so, it's so obvious. It's hilarious, he's just dude. He's trolling them constantly and it's, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. The whole state of the union address, how he, how he submitted a false copy of his speech to the uh, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nancy Pelosi, and she's like, oh, oh. So and she kept looking at it. Yeah, so distraction, she, <laughs> distraction, man. Like, I go, I didn't see it again. Speech. That <laughs> <laughs> was so brilliant. Yeah. This is why I love him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he knows what he's doing. Is they were all told not to stand up or applaud for anything. Well, they had. He didn't, they didn't know he was going to have all these like heroes on there that had like served the country and this and that. Uh-huh. And now they're yep. told to sit down and not stand up. So now they look like an asshole because they're <laughs> yeah. not standing up for all these heroes. And Troll level. Exactly. Worthy. And Worthy. <laughs> standing up and you could see like somebody was like zooming in and like reading lips and like one girl. Uh, it was that one lady that <laughs> stood up and was clapping and then they you could see she goes watch your ass yeah yeah watch your ass she goes watch your ass it's like oh don't you dare stray don't you dare stray from you know the 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 you know collective hive think group think mentality yeah oh good lord that was that was a shit show that was a shit show yeah for sure great honestly i was watching it i was i was like for people who don't know what's going on, I guess it would be boring to them, but I was like, this is awesome. It was so good. It was so good. Honestly, like the soda was something that like, so I had to work that day. I came home and I told my boyfriend, Mike, I was like, okay, we're going to watch this on YouTube. We're going to watch the whole thing. He's like, how long is it? I was like, oh, it's over two hours. And like, yeah, he agrees with, with, you know, what I do. He's not, you know, he's not as passionate as I am. But yeah, he's a, he's a Libra. He's very much just kind of goes with the flow and he's, he's a surfer and he's like, you know, he does this thing. He agrees with me, but he's not like me where I'm like super like, blah, blah, passionate, but he just kind of goes along with it. So he's like, what are we doing now? What are we watching now? You know, <laughs> I'm like, we're watching this and this is what it is. And this was going to be, he's like, okay, babe, let's do it. You know? And, and so anyway, <laughs> we were watching and I was like, oh, I go and I pause like, oh, look, what did I tell you? <laughs> what did I tell you? And he's like, ah, oh, damn it. You were right. You were right. You know what? 
other people said this too when I was like, like listening to Joe Rogan and this and that. He's like, oh my God, and da 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 da. So like, we'll blah blah blah. We're talking we're like, okay, okay, and we'll go like on and on and like we'll watch. And we did this, and it took the over two hour speech. It took us about three hours to get through it because I would pause and be like, I'd go in front of the TV. I'm like, I told you this. I told you this. I said this. I said this. What happened? And look at this. And look at this. And that. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Right on. Right on. You know. And I'm like isn't this fun? <laughs> I think this is fun. You know, this is fun. Like, look, we were, we were put on this earth. We forget to have fun. We forget that this is supposed to be fun. It's so serious right now. And it's so intense because it has to be right. It has to be. We're breaking programming. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're getting rid of the evil and like, but you know, it's actually really fun when it happens. Like I, I, I'm now looking at these things when Trump does certain things like this or misspells things, whatever. I'm like, he, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on now. You know, it's like, it's really exciting. It's really fun for me. Yeah, it's yeah. actually the most fun I'm having these days. I love what I do. I love my friends. I love, you know, hanging out and doing my thing and my hobbies and whatever. But I love this movement. Like this movement and what's happening right now is literally what I think about all the time. It's what like keeps me going. It is a validation to what I have felt my whole life as to why I'm here. And I know that you can relate with that. And a lot of our listeners can relate with that as well. So just nailed it. That, that's, yeah. a, that's exactly what's driving <laughs> me right now. It's like for, for once in my life, I have purpose. I, you know, I feel like. Yes. Purpose. Yes. And, and that's what gets us excited. It's not <clears throat> just the everyday bullshit small talk. But when you start talking about this, that's what gives you chills. That's what gets you excited. Always. It, it like brings you to life. Yes. You're like, Gee. like the minute we start talking about this, you know, um, and sometimes we've, we've just met a couple new friends and I'm that girl that brings up the uncomfortable conversation. It's like, so what do you, you know, they're, they're like, Oh, you're a heel. Cause Mike's like, Oh yeah. You see, she does healing work. She's amazing. And they're like, Oh yeah, you do this. And you know, I'm like, Oh yeah. And so, you know, and I, I, I kind of like bring it up in conversation to kind of see where people are at. And if they don't know, Next thing you know, I'm outside and I have like an audience and I'm just blah, 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 talking, talking, talking. And, it, and I'm, I, it's just, it's like, it's filling me up because I feel like I can actually see like neural pathways because I work with like changing the brain subconscious mind, right? So I can almost actually now see like through somebody's look and how their energy is, is that their neuro, neural pathways are actually clicking and they're coming together and they're changing, neural pathways are changing and things are being received and downloaded and programmed and understood or deprogrammed rather. <laughs> um, so it's a really cool thing to see, you know, understanding the level of programming that we've been through and then being someone that deprograms people from their programming to where they are free thinking and seeing that process happen through certain triggers that I know are going to trigger people. And then I just kind of stand back. It's kind of like drop a bomb what's going to happen? Okay. Okay. Well, I'll be there for you when it happens, but okay. What are you going through? How are you feeling? <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's get deep. Come on. Let's get deep. Well, I'm into and, it. And you have an inviting personality and you're very captivating when you speak. So it's easier for you. As a oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's easier to you as opposed to some people like, I don't know. I, I can't always come across the way I want to, especially when I'm trying to like, like, or so you think, or so you think, maybe, see, maybe. I would actually think the opposite too. I would think that maybe I come across too harsh or too forceful or too passionate or that's too intense. Yeah. Well, that's how I am too. But you have to understand that is a gift from God. That is a gift from God. 
So your passion, your intensity, and you know, however it comes through is actually what's going to wake somebody up. It's like, you can talk to someone like this and kind of be like, whatever, like, mm. but I would be like, hello, hello. Yeah. They're like, shit, shit. Okay. What, what? I'm listening, listening. Yeah. What do you want? You're like, I'm trying to tell you something, yeah. you know? And, 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 and then, and then it feels good to do that because then it's like, oh, the fire comes back in you and you're like, yes, this is why I'm here. I'm not asleep. I don't want people to be asleep anymore. So I'm going to do what I can do. You do have that. You have that hundred percent. You have that. Trust me. I, I, yeah, you, you have, you both do it. You know, we all have that. Well, I've had somebody tell me that, uh, you know, the more you put that in people's face, it's, <coughs> it's like religion. If you just put in their face, it's actually going to make them turn them off to it. I'm like, okay, maybe you think that, but you don't hear the positive feedback I've gotten from this side of the room. And the wife, yeah. even, even if one person told me, hey, so, you said something about this. I never thought about that before. And I started looking into it. It's amazing. Thank you. If I get one person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the person who says, oh, you're turning me off to it. Like you're playing. Yeah. Is the way yeah. To look at it. And it doesn't. And it's time. Corey Good said it. It's time yeah. to get out of our comfort zones. Quit preaching to the choir. Have the uncomfortable conversations. Yes. 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 No, no matter, you know, it doesn't, it's not supposed to go smoothly. It's not. No, it's not. It's never supposed to go smoothly. Transformation is never smooth. It's an ugly ride. And, and, and just like the cliche goes, it's like, you know what? It's like the truth will set you free, but at first it's going to piss you off. Yeah. If I don't piss you off, it's not me. It's the truth. It's what you're hearing that you can't deal with. It's your, it's your, it's like you're fighting against the reality of what the truth is. And so then I, again, we're taking like the scapegoat kind of like, you know, um, avatar, if you will, we're taking that because we're here to do that. How can we not? We came down here with this like extraordinary sort of like warrior, you know, abilities and mentalities. And of course the, the veil drop, we forgot who we are, but there is something within us that still has that. So you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. You know, not everybody is going to be able, not everyone's going to resonate. And some people are going to tell you you're too much. Some people are going to say, I can't deal with your intensity or I can't deal with this, whatever. Those aren't your people. And that's fine. They don't have to be the ones that are meant to hear the message are going to hear the message. And there's a way, look, I've been delivering the message with like, you know, tea and unicorns for years. And now I'm just like, poo, bomb drop, poo, bomb drop, and a little bit of joy. <laughs> and you know, the hills are alive with the sound of music. I kind of am like, I sort of like swim through the way that I'm going to talk to people and relate to people. And I'm, I do it, I do however it feels right in my heart to do it. I don't do it geared towards anyone or how anyone's going to think of me because then you'll never do anything. You'll just be like uh, paralyzed because everyone's going to see you through their own filters anyway. So everyone has their own filters. You can have the best of intentions and there's still going to be those few people that don't trust you no matter what, that their intentions are going to be completely, you know, um, or I'm sorry, your intentions are going to be completely skewed by their like perception of their own reality based on the filter yeah. that they're looking through based on their belief system that they've been programmed with. So you have to understand, like, you have to throw your truth out there anyway. You're look how, like you talked about Corey Good, look, look how attacked he gets. You know, this blue chicken cold. I mean, poor guy, he's another person I've been feeling bad about lately. You know, like Laura Eisenhower told me, she's like, I, it was like, well, you know, a few weeks ago, she's like, oh, it was, you know, I, I called Corey and just want to check on him. And I can't remember if it was his birthday or something, but, you know, my sister and I were talking about like how attacked he is and how ridiculous it is. And 
you know, he's here spreading truth and he's the one person that I actually can feel with my heart. And that's the thing too. You have to be able to feel into people's intentions through your heart. You know, when someone is true and he is the sweetest person, he's so loving and so wonderful. And he just like, I hug him and I just, he's just a good person. And like, I know he has been so attacked with what he's saying. And and, and then and then these assholes that come over is like, oh, the blue chicken colt and this and that cord. It's like, how rude. That's just rude. Like, does that make you feel better at night to be mean to another person? How do you know that that his experiences aren't aren't real? And when you find out that they are, how much of an asshole are you going to feel like for 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 also, actually demeaning somebody like that? Yeah, it, it's funny that they use it like the cult thing too, because it's like <sighs> it's I don't think I know what a cult is. No, 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 <laughs> uh, no. If you're claiming Corey, if what you're claiming is that Corey's started a cult, literally all Corey's <laughs> doing is saying, "I had these extraordinary experiences," this and I'm here to share it. Period. I'm sharing it with the world. Yeah. What happened to me? Because I want humanity to wake up, just like what we're doing it's on like, a different okay, scale. So if that is starting a cult, and just because a bunch of people resonated with his story and believed him, and you know, go to the events. Yeah. That so now you're saying like, oh, we're all in a cult now. Like, okay, so mm. does that mean anyone who has had an extraordinary experience and shared it with the world is start the cult? <laughs> Apparently. Is that, is that, Apparently, in this crazy third dimensional world, that's what, what it means. <laughs> And, and it's so ridiculous say they're starting a whatever cult like it doesn't make any yeah. sense it's just obviously this like propaganda like yeah tactic just being you just being thrown around by these people trying to discredit Corey because whether they're controlled by the deep state or not um their agenda mm. is we want to make Corey look like an idiot and and all of the people that follow well and let's think about that so right so let's think about that so why would anyone want to make Corey? okay so based on my own experience, and I'm going to use like logical, critical thinking right now. Okay. So what I got from him looking deep into who, what he's saying, feeling that it resonates, knowing what I've known since childhood, it's lining up feeling then as an intuitive empath, like he is feeling into his heart and being like, okay, this person like really is putting a lot on the line to come forward, tell his story, you know, and, and, and he is a reflection of us. So just understand that where we're going is where he's been for a long time. And this is why I'm saying this is kind of like a, a contrast, right? So if someone like him that, you know, um, has come forward knowing he was going to be ridic ridiculed, knowing that, um, you know, a lot of people would probably make fun of him or whatever, like he still knew that was deep in his heart to share the truth, Right. And so then you have people like, okay, just show us some, this is, this drives me crazy. Show us some facts and proof. Yeah. So let's get deep. <laughs> let's talk about facts and proof. Who, who writes the facts and the proof? Yeah. The same people that are involved in, okay. So, so, so who writes history? Do the history books write history or are the history books wrong? Who writes science? Is science right or wrong? How much have we been lied to and how much have we been bullshitted our whole life? So who is the authority on anything ever? Yeah. There isn't. If you think about it, yeah. if you think about it, nobody is the authority on everything. We are just here. So then what's the authority? The more you have the EQ to tune into your intuition and to feel into truth. That's right. It's based on intuition and experience. And that is it. No book. No lecture, no study, no professor. In fact, they're the ones that are the most indoctrinated, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, no one can tell you what truth is. So then you have to start really thinking. And it's like, okay, you know, even the Bible, it's like parts of the Bible are bullshit. Other parts, parts mm -hmm. are very true. So you have to kind of like maneuver your way through this like matrix, literally, and find out like 
okay, take this truth and that truth and whatever. And what resonates in the body is then what you share with other people. And then they either feel the same way they don't, or they, they find more information. I mean, this is, this is what we're doing on this planet here to share with each other. Yeah. That was, Beautiful. Beautifully that, said. That was awesome. We might, I might, uh, we might have to cut that section out. <laughs> little segment of it. Awesome. Yeah. I know I just I literally just like got that I don't know where that came from I, I just like that's happened to me before you yeah know you're channeling something because when you're done you're like wow this sprung yeah <laughs> I was like this yeah. is well I have to do with Corey good because I mean I look at the logic of what he's sharing and how he is a pioneer in sharing these things and do you think it was easy for him we know it's not easy for him it it drives me crazy when people are like so negative towards him it again it's kind of the same feeling i have with trump it's like oh it's like i feel so bad i feel just and then i feel sad then then i take on like as an empath i take on like the pain of the world to the point where i feel just sad for this world and i'm like okay instead of like bringing that in how can i change it and just like pop pop it up how can i change it how can i be positive how can i share even more what can i do as well to like you know help this person actually be validated or whatever and i think that's why we're here to do this for each other we're all coming out of the proverbial closet right we are mm -hmm. so we're here to help each other like you guys help each other you're here to help me i'm here to help you you're here to help the world i'm here to help whoever like we're here to help everybody you know and what you're doing with this podcast is here to help people as well so i think that like we have to be really true to the path no matter what and be completely fearless in our authenticity with sharing our like heart and our truth and the truth yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yes and uh, i've already seen I, just some of the comments i've gotten from friends who i guess aren't awake just some of the comments i've gotten i was telling aaron earlier like i'm already seeing sparks and people getting sparked you know yes uh, yes i love the spark it's so good <laughs> i uh, i also i also see yeah. a, i also see a reiki healer pretty regularly and in my last session which was last week she was asking me about my job because I'm in construction. And she goes, I was like, mm -hmm. why are you asking me? She goes, well, because I know that's still the last, one of the last mundane parts of your life that you're dealing with. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. She goes, well, your guides want me to tell you that you're supposed to be there because you're supposed to be infecting those people. And she brought up the podcast. And, and, uh, yeah. and I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, I have been getting a, a strange amount of people coming up to me like, hey, what's this podcast? Blah, blah. And, and Okay, this is going to be huge, by the way. Just so you know, I already saw this. This is going to be huge. You guys are going to get more technical. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get big. This is just the beginning, 100%. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, you have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, we know we need to get more technical. We're, we're amateurs. It doesn't matter. This is fun. This is raw. This yeah, is raw yeah. truth. Like I want to see raw truth. I don't need all the spectacle lab bullshit. Like I want to see people talk and how they feel. That is what attracts me to anything that anyone talks about. Like the more raw it is, the more I'm going to watch it. Just so you know, if it's more hyped up, choop, 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 I'm just like, oh no. This is all Aaron's idea for the podcast. He brought it up. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, but yes. I, I never would have done this by myself, though. So. Wait, high five. Wait, can I high five you virtually? High five. Yeah, virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but virtual when he said it, I started thinking, I was like, you know what? We're always watching video where people are presenting information. So none of these people who are presenting information are conversating with anybody. And when they do, mm, yeah. they're replying to comments or answering questions to comments. 
Right. Yeah. Like Jordan, like Jordan does, like Jordan Sather does. Like I watch yeah. him a lot, but I would love for him to be more interactive as yeah. well. Like when, when, like, as far as like, what do you guys want me to do this? I'm like, start doing podcasts, like talk to people. Like let's have like, it, that would, that would be so much more interesting. I agree. That's what I think you get to see other side of people. And then they don't, they're not following like an agenda or not an agenda, but a criteria for information you're trying to put out. Yeah. We're not on the script. We're like being honest and we're talking like we would if we were on the telephone. And something you say sparks an idea and, and yeah. says something and sparks an idea. And, and yeah, there, there's nobody doing it. There are people doing it, but it's not really, it just needs to happen more. You know, I agree. You yeah. So many things tonight that I think everyone needs to hear. And this is whoever listens to this are blessed. It's awesome that they're going to get to hear this. And, and it's crucial. Whether they believe yeah. it or not, it's, it's still, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I, and I, I really uh, give, could give Aaron props for coming up with it. <laughs> you know what, you guys, honestly, this is the first like video podcast. I've done a lot of radio shows. Um, but this is the first video podcast that I've done before and this is so fun and I'm like super honored that like y'all asked me to be here and you know, well, I would love to have you on. So well, I'm thank you. And honestly, um, I, I have people in mind that I want to throw your way. Um, oh, yeah. of course, of course, Laura Eisenhower and also, um, Definitely. another friend of mine who I met, he's a sound healer and his, his story is extraordinary. So I was working, um, at a yoga retreat, you know, doing massage therapy on the ladies at the yoga retreat like last month. So he was the sound healer that came in to do sound healing for them. So as we're talking at dinner, it turns out that his story was like he was actually in a very popular band and was signed with a major label and was actually um, working for Geffen Re Records as like, um, what's the name of it? It was something like band relations. And he said everything got so messed up in his life that like, because I, I asked him, well, how'd you get into sound healing? But he was in the, the entertainment industry. So we got into like the, the evils of the entertainment industry and Satanism and all this shit. And like, <laughs> we talked about everything. And then like, but his story is so extraordinary about how he went from being in the industry to being a sound healer and how like horses were part of changing his life. And like the guy, like I was literally like, there's not many stories that I'm like mesmerized by. And I was just like, Oh my God. He's like, I, so he's been traveling around like doing sound healing for people. And that's how he's making his living. And, and he's like, I might do my own podcast. I'm like, well, I'm going to be doing a podcast soon with friends of mine. I'm like, I'll hook you up. He's like, well, I want to do more for sure. So yeah, his name's yeah. Joshua. I'll, I'll definitely hook you up with him, but he's, um, you will love him. You will love him right away. When he tells you his story, you're going to be like, Oh God, he's, he's, he's our people. Like he's really incredible. And so anyone that I think of, like, I'll, I'll just keep throwing you out. I'll, I'll talk to Laura tonight, too, and tell her if you guys want to interview her. A mile long. It's oh, nice, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane, like, how easily we've We could do this for years with no problem. What? That's amazing. I love it. Oh, my gosh. How, isn't yeah. this fun? I, didn't, I did not think it was going to go that way, too. Like, I, I'm like, oh man, like, <laughs> we're going to, like, really have to try, like, send out, you know, a lot of messages and try to get people. No, my but God, like, no, no. It was literally, like, in, like, a few days, we got, like, over a month <laughs> scheduled already, like, of people. They're like, oh, yeah, totally. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, well, that's amazing. It's a testament to this community, too, and how. It is. How amazing this community is and how open people are. Yeah. Working together and, and there's no like ego because you know how, like a lot of communities there's like ego yeah. competition and like well that's more so that was more so in our generation we have a lot of mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I, I kind of stepped away from doing healing work for a while and I actually was a trail guide and a horse trainer <laughs> for like a oh, couple yeah. years. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I took it, I had to take a step back because I was like this, like it, it got to the point where it was like imploding and I saw so much ego in it. And I was so, I, I almost like questioned what, what the hell am I doing? You know, what am I doing? You know, like, because I was never sustained financially doing what I was told was, you know, my, um, purpose. Oh, I just got a low battery thing, but we, we came a long way. Anyway, I'll wrap it up really fast. But you know, I, I just, I was kind of like, there was a point where I was just like, you know what, if I was supposed to be doing what I'm doing, why isn't the universe supporting me? And I was like, well then fuck you universe. I'm done doing healing work. And I went rogue for a while. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to work with horses, yeah. you know? And I did. Uh, and then of course I it, like, you know, my soul, you know, gently brought me back to doing healing work and this whole thing too. But you know, for a while I was, um, I was doing more of these in the very beginning, like more sort of, you know, I, I, I was on, uh, 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 Bravo, the millionaire matchmaker and worked on them and did, you know, I, I kind of, for a while was doing a lot of these and then just kind of just like cut it off. But I feel like right now we're being called to create as many platforms as we can and bring in as much as we can and, and, and have these conversations more often than not. I would rather see something like this every day than just, you know, any kind of BS. I would rather, I could watch a few of these a day, just learning about people, talking to people and kind of getting their perspective. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm super proud that you guys are doing this though. You guys are amazing. And this is this has been so fun. So fun. Yeah, this is, uh, it was great. It's always great. It always happens to be, it just flows every time. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. a natural thing too. It's literally just like, we're just having a conversation, you know? Like, that's the best. That's I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with friends and I'm like, Damn it! I wish we recorded that. That was some good stuff. <laughs> Damn, I know. And it's so authentic. It's just like we just get into this, like you know, philosophy, and we're just like, oh my god, what do you think about this? Oh my god! And then we discover the secrets of the universe over the phone. We're like, ah, oh, I can't believe that wasn't recorded. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just have to Secret start recording the these things more often. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I'm like, at first, I'm like, all right, like. I was thinking it was going to be more of like a formal interview kind of thing, but I'm like, you know what? Like, screw that. Let's just have a conversation and see what happens. Like, I yeah, think, it's the best. Yeah. It's it's more fun that way. Those yeah. are the, those that's that's what I'm the most interested in. I think I think that through your platform, especially what you're doing, there's going to be more of that. Well, and somebody yeah, asked me how totally. somebody just asked me how the podcast was going. I was like, you know, I'm having fun with it. Like, I'm just, yeah, it's not even work to me. I get it's excited not, about it's it. It's not. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I have to admit, I was a little nervous. I was really excited at first, and then all of a sudden, it started to count down. And as Mercury in retrograde does, all of a sudden, my charger stops working on my phone. I go, "Oh my god, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Thirty <laughs> minutes before this, I was like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, ah, going through the house looking for every different little charger. Oh, I'm like, "What? It's not working." I'm like, "Damn it!" So I go outside, I plug my phone in in the car. I'm like, "I have to use my car charger," you know. And I'm like sitting there, just kind of like twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, "I'm like, okay, Mercury in retrograde, just." deep breaths. This is fine. It's just messing with you because you're a little nervous. And I was like, I was just really excited because I knew it would be this way and it would be fun and natural, whatever. But I was like, the last thing I need to know is my phone or, you know, the last thing I need to happen is for my phone to just shut off, Yeah. which it's about to right now. But it did give me the 20, it did give me, you know, the, uh, what is it? The 20, 20 bar percent. warning or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah. But we made it this far, so yeah, we're good. We made it. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for coming on. I guess we'll go ahead. <laughs> thank you so one. much. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so awesome. much, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You yes. Have a lot to say, and yes, uh, I'm sure we'll get to a point where we'll have you on again in the future. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's definitely yeah. keep in touch, and like as things progress in the universe, and we watch everything happen, like you know, let's let's uh, let's keep an eye on things, and I'll definitely, you know, I know you guys are gonna get a huge following because you're you're so you're both so engaging, and you're so fun, and you're so easy to talk to, and you're fun to talk to, and you know, you're you're family, you're you're part of the tribe, and oh. let's expand that, and like you know, keep going. Uh. Thank you. Thank you so Yay. Much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. Before, thank you so much for having me. Before we go, is there anything yeah. uh, that uh, you have coming up or that you want to tell anybody about? Or? Well, I will say this. Um, if anyone wants to go onto my website and book um, a theta healing session, it's actually called holographic healing because I incorporate different like modalities of healing. It's all about, you know, the subconscious programming, but I also do medical intuition. I can feel in your body what's going on and your body tells me kind of like why it's irritated and whatever. And I can do that over the phone actually better than I can in person because I get to my own little space. So, um, it, or if you just want to check out my website, it's, um, it's holographic-healing.net. So holographic, like the holographic universe, <laughs> dash healing.net. All right. Check yes. it out. Everybody. Everyone check it out. <laughs> Everybody check it out. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I, uh, I, I might actually hit you up for one of those myself. I can do that. I would love to. It would be my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, so much night. love. So much love. Yeah. I love you, love family. You. <laughs> thank you. All right. So take care. All right. Good night. Right. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs> can I stop you guys here really quick? Really quick, yeah. really fast? I just have to run. Can I, is it okay if I... We're doing, the, we're editing this, right? Do you mind yeah. if I use the restroom really, really fast? Okay. Absolutely. I just have to use the restroom really fast. Hold on. No, okay. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> I want to bring back something that you talked about way earlier. Okay. Can you, can you hold again? I'm sorry. Again, <laughs> pounding water. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, but you know how quick I am. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> There's no way that you just went that fast. I did. Well, let me tell you. So on a side note, wow. I've been doing, I've been doing this juice cleanse. Uh -huh. So I bought this nice. juicer for like the past week. I've been doing like hardcore juicing and tons of water. And like my boyfriend makes fun of me because I literally can't like it. Like I have to, I have to go pee every like 20 minutes to a half an hour when I do that. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, how long is this podcast? I was like, oh, it'll be fine. He's like, dude. He's like, you're going to have, like, I know you, he's like, you're going to have, you're going to have to interrupt it at some point to go pee. I was like, nah, nah. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I, I held that as long as I could. It's starting to get too distracting. You know, I, I want to be focused. No, it's fine. Is it live? I, I edit this. Yeah, that's what I figured. I thank God. I'm scared yeah. of the live. Yeah, it's not live. <laughs> um, All right.